We steal the waves in the air and we never give them back. We are. 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 Lo-fi poli-sci. Yes, we are. Lo-fi poli-sci podcast coming at you with that lo-fi global news. Oh, yeah. Talking about that famous question, what's going on in the world today? And straight to it, let's start out in the Middle East and something that isn't about Afghanistan. Let's check in on Israel and Palestine, and in particular, the Gaza Strip. So this year, we've talked a good bit about Israel's government, about how the former Prime Minister Ben Netanyahu was losing his grip on power and was on trial for corruption charges, trial that is still going on. Then war broke out between Israel and the Gaza Strip, and a lot was in question about was Ben really going to leave or not? Then a ceasefire came about. Then the prime minister was ousted from power by the opposition, which created a true unity coalition of government. And the possibility for change was there. It was right around the corner. The prime minister that had held power for over a decade was gone. A new beginning? Question mark. But here we are again. And the violence has returned between Israel and the Gaza Strip this week and last. And a question to you lo-fi listeners out there. It's obvious something's got to give. Something's got to change. The ways of the elder generations have done nothing but perpetuate the violence. So my question to you lo-fi listeners out there. How are you going to change the world for the better? What will you do differently than those who came before you? And how will you make our place a better place for your children? Right in. I'm curious your thoughts. Now let's move west a bit over northern Africa and take a stop over in Tunisia. An update and an important one at that. You know, we've talked about a lot that Tunisia was slash is the shining beacon of light that was and is the Arab Spring. It was the one country that had massive people's power protest, overthrew the authoritarian government, and truly democratized as the people wanted to. The only country amongst about 30. But we also talked about how the president of the country, one month ago, dismissed the prime minister, froze the parliament, declared emergency powers in order to rule by decree. He made a power grab, and we've been watching as his emergency powers was only constitutionally granted for 30 days. And that time has ended. And now, he has unconstitutionally granted himself an extension of those powers. My friends, this is what democratic backsliding looks like. And this is what it looks like when a president becomes a dictator. Though that's just the lo-fi lookout on things. Keep your eyes open and ears to the ground. There's lots going down in Tunisia. But you know us, we are not all about that doom and gloom all the time, oh no. Because right now, it's time for the game. That's right, Wednesday's edition of the game is here, with Are We Landlocked or Not? And this is the Africa edition as well, keeping it rolling from last week. And remember, keep score because of all that lo-fi loot on the line, my friends. So a recap of how it works in case you missed out. I call out a country. You got five seconds to decide if that country is in fact landlocked meaning completely surrounded by land or other countries, or not. 
and keep a running total of all your lo-fi loot from week to week to see how you do at the end of the season, and also to compare against your friends and see who got the most loot. And yes, I know how nerdy this all sounds, but we dare not shy away from our inner nerd. Oh, uh-uh, not us. We embrace the nerd inside of us all. Number one, South Sudan. Is it landlocked or not? Five, four, three, two, one. And survey says, South Sudan is landlocked. There you go. Lo-fi doubloons for everyone who got it right. Number two, the Central African Republic. Is it landlocked or not? Five seconds. And with this one, you have to wonder, is the answer in the name? The Central African Republic, IDK. And three, two, one. And it is, in fact, landlocked. Oh, yeah. Number three, Nigeria. Is it landlocked or not? And did you know that Nigeria actually passed up South Africa for having the largest GDP of any African country? Now you know. Three, two, one. Nigeria is not landlocked. Oh, no, it is not. And to number four, Togo. Are we landlocked or not? And five, four, three, one, two. See what I did there? And Togo is not landlocked. And our final one for the day, number five, Mali. Are we landlocked or not? And five, four, three, two, one. Mali is landlocked indeed. Go ahead and write in and let us all know how much loot you got today. Oh yeah, we want to know that score. Now, enough fun and games. Let's get back to the real, that is the world, and take a stop over in the Philippines to see what our resident dictator, President Duterte, is up to lately. There are few human beings in the world that have the ability to make lo-fi poli-sci unhold their tongue. However, President Duterte of the Philippines just happens to be one of them. So there's your warning. The Philippines presidency is much like Mexico. You get one term for six years, and then you are gone. You are out of there. And that has been the hope ever since the horrible mass murdering responsible for everything bad but takes responsibility for nothing, President Duterte. Oh, breathe. Well, let's just say we've been counting down those days till his term ends next year. However, word has come down from the man himself. He's going to pull a Vlad the Impaler Putin of Russia and seek political office in a lower seat of public life. You see, in Russia, when President Putin ran out of terms, well, he just became prime minister until he could change the constitution and then become president again. And Duterte of the Philippines, well, he's announced, since he can't constitutionally run for president again, he's going to run for, wait for it, vice president. I told you, he's trying to pull a Putin here. Don't be surprised if once he's in there, the constitution of the Philippines suddenly changes for people to be able to run for a second term if they took a break after their first term. And people, this too is what democratic backsliding looks like in real life and in real time. We'll keep you updated as we know more for sure. Well, how about a little bit of a good news change around from the sports world of the Olympics? Because... Why not? And the numbers are in from the start of the Paralympics. We see now 
we have more people competing in them than ever before. And wait for it, the number of women competing in the games is increasing as well. That's right, from the 2016 games to the 2020 games, we've gone from about 38% of the athletes being women to this year, about 42%. A positive increase to be sure. And let's keep that going in the same direction, people. More inclusivity is always a good thing, my friends. Well done, well done. Good to hear sports are doing something right, am I right? And now, a last piece of news to send you on your way for the day. And if you're in England, Scotland, or Wales, boy, have we got news for you. And the word is in McDonald's has run out of milkshakes in about 1,250 stores in your area. That's right, global supply chains and all that jazz is hitting the UK hard. I mean, what's the world coming to when you can't get a milkshake at McDo? Am I right? And that's a brief snapshot of what's going on in the world today. Tune in tomorrow for that lo-fi global trivia during our daily dose of that global news. And come back Friday for more of that goodness as we also do our new segment, Talking Jiminy. Translation needed. I don't speak sports. Always remember, lo-fi poli is more than just me. It's the we that we be. Peace and well-being to all my human beings out there. Much love and always the best. Pickering, signing off. <laughs>